All right, guys, welcome back. This is the Chicago Film Scene Podcast. Uh, Coming to you guys live right now using the Anchor app. Um, we've got myself, Theron Surway here, uh, and we also got our loyal, always here fellow host, uh, Joe and Juan. How are you guys doing? Doing fine. I am doing slightly better than I have been. Like your eye was falling out of your head last time, so. Uh, I mean, that was two times ago. Yeah, that was, a, like, yeah, that was a few weeks ago. They're kind of dry, though. I think I, I should grab some eye drops. Too late, they're already been stripped off the shelves. Well, why are they dry? <laughs> Might I ask? Uh, um, because I always forget to... Uh, I think it's because I always forget to wear my glasses because I'm still getting used to the fact that at 33 years old, I just started wearing glasses. So every time I put them on, I feel like I blink less or something like that. <laughs> I swear to God. You're just, you're just so amazed that you can finally see correctly. It's like, holy shit, that's what the that sign is telling me. It looks me. so bright. It <laughs> is true, man. <laughs> serious. But, uh, yeah. So that's the daily uh, or the weekly eye update for one. Well, thank God we are all we are all concerned about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how you been doing, Joe? I've been doing fine. Uh, just kind of working on random writing here and there. All right, cool. What's, what's some of the articles that you put up lately? I've for the people who I don't know put up any articles in a. In a little bit, I decided to like take a break from March just because I've been like writing breakneck pace for like since September. It sounds like you should take a break yeah, like, a little bit. I'll release post sixty at the beginning of April. Just take a vacation, go to Italy or something. Work on actor. Work on narrative <laughs> scripts. Something that's not an essay. I got it. I got an idea for a picture. It's about it's about a pandemic that breaks out in the United States. It starts That's... in Wuhan, China. Guy eating a bat soup or and something. And guess what? It is bat not soup. contagion, as everyone was saying. Oh shit! <laughs> Somebody already yeah, did this back in two thousand and eleven. Oh my god. <laughs> I actually remember seeing that. I think I went to the theater. To yeah, I, that. I don't know why. It's a who's in that movie? It's a ensemble cast like um, Lawrence Fishburne, Kate Winslet, Marion Cotillard, um, yeah. Jude Law, Matt Damon, Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, Damn, that sounds yeah, like a stack trying, I know there are more, but it's been a long, but it's been a while since I've seen that movie, so I'm kind of blanking. It was it was fucking terrifying, yeah. man. Like I haven't watched it in a long time, but um, I remember when I watched it, I was like, "Holy shit!" Because like, what's so scary about it is how realistic it is, and like, like how fast, like some. I mean, nothing like in the movie though. This was like a fucking like deadly, fucking deadly like disease, like too. I mean. Not that the coronavirus is to be taken lightly or anything, but yeah, it was like you came into contact and like a week later you just died a horrible fucking death. No, that's The Ring, man. You're thinking of the wrong movie. That's The Ring. I mean, there's that too. I mean, no, no, you're, you're thinking, thinking scary you're movie three. Thinking of, when, oh yeah, you're thinking of scary movie. Yeah, when three, the aliens right. invade Earth because they watched The Ring. 
<laughs> they thought it was an episode of Pootie Tang. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. But anyway. Well, let's 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 uh dive into a little bit of before we get into like more coronavirus and how it's uh affected the cinematic world. Joe, do you have any big uh, kind of news coming from Chicago film scene? Well, it's uh we're at a bit of a slow period here. Uh, probably the biggest things going on right now within the Chicago film scene is um the uh, community builders grant from um the Camera Ambassador Rentals Group based out of Chicago. Um, okay, what is that? Uh, this is their uh, basically it's a the second year of this grant where you submit a proposal for basically a short like a short film up to 15 minutes. So like 15 page, like you need to be in the pre-production process. Basically the website says like, you need to have a producer attached and they will like choose finalists to make like big pitches to like some group, like to a group. And the, uh, the winner will be given a $3,000 grant to help produce that script. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Like um, so, yeah. That's cool. Um, since they have no uh, limit on pre-production, or like how many scripts we could submit, um, a couple of us within the group are actively working on scripts to like submit. Like, there's I'm writing one. Um, so is uh, BJ, Savannah, and Danny, as far as I know. Awesome. So we're hopefully gonna have maybe four, three to four different skits. Being put out. There I wouldn't even. I wouldn't say skits because, like, they're supposed, like, basically, uh, what you're supposed to make is something that's like helps foster community building. So it'll probably be something more dramatic. Probably play okay. more to like the runtime as well. Gotcha. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. The deadline for that is April first. So I need to stop procrastinating and finish writing that script. Sounds how, about right. Yeah. Is there like a time limit on it or something like that? Like how long are you? Fifteen minute to... max. What? Fifteen. So minutes. that okay. should gotcha. turn out to about fifteen pages. Like they're not asking that you have anything filmed because the three thousand dollars is going to like camera gear and such. Gotcha. Yeah. Word. 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 Cool. What else we got going on in CFS right say now? The other big thing is a. Uh, we might be seeing a resurgence of dinner in a movie. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Is there any uh, kind of hope for a certain movie that we're going to go I see? honestly don't know. Basically, BJ has been working on Good Waitress, Bad Waitress for a bit, but he's just been stuck with location difficulties. And because of that, it's like he, on the Discord, he's just like, fuck it. Uh, if we can't make Good Waitress, Bad Waitress, why not just like record a dinner in a movie episode for the first time since... I want to say November. Yeah, like when you went, you it was Ad Aster was the yeah, last one, right? It's been a while. I believe so. I mean, that was the last one I was at. Okay, awesome. Well, hopefully we hear more about a certain movie we're going to dive into. Yeah, I think uh, he wants to record Saturday. All right, so um, that kind of wraps up everything for uh, CFS and everything. Well, let's kind of go into the world of uh, other cinema beyond Chicago. Um, what's going on out there? Well, uh, 
slightly delayed here, seeing as uh, we are recording a, like two weeks after the fact. But on Tuesday, February 27th, Bob Iger stepped down as Disney CEO without warning, and Bob Chapek was named as his replacement. So did they ever give a reasoning why he stepped down? Not really. Like, everyone figured, like, Bob Iger was going to wait till like, his uh, contract ended with Disney in 2021, uh, at the start of 2022 to step down, but... This just kind of came out of the blue because a lot of people at Disney didn't realize what was happening until like they heard the announcement on the news. How long is how, how long has Iger been in uh, the CEO of Disney? For a while, like um, since the mid two thousands, like he was the one responsible for Disney's acquisitions of like Pixar, Marvel, Lucasfilm. He's the one who made like. Disney into like, kind of like the juggernaut that it's become, really. Um, I mean, I think there's you know there's room to say that, yeah. I mean, without him at the helm, Disney and I don't think this is hyperbole. Like even the whole landscape of Hollywood as it is would not be the way that it is right now if it wasn't for the moves that he kind of orchestrated and uh, yeah. made. So. It's actually kind of incredible if you think about it. I saw like uh, somebody had up um, like a list of like you know all the Pixar and Marvel and like uh, Lucasfilm's properties and like they put all like the money together that like each of them made and it's like oh fucking and I'm staggering. Also, it's like billions and, also, and billions like, of dollars. I, I don't know why I keep forgetting this, but also now Disney owns Fox, so they have all the Fox properties too. All under Iger's supervision. Yeah. Though now under Chapek's supervision. Uh, Chapek was like, I think, from what I understand, was pretty close with uh, Bob Iger. Yeah, like Iger will remain, but as um, exec, he will remain on board uh, through the rest of his uh, contract, but as executive chairman with a focus on creative matters. So, hmm. but it sounds like Chapek is going to start, like, well, he has, I imagine, started running the day-to-day of Walt Disney. Yeah. This is very interesting. Uh, every time something like this happens where it's not, you know, nobody sees it coming or whatever, uh, I mean, I know this is pure speculation and uh, speculate away, man. Know, on my part, but it's it always feels like something else is going to come down like the pipeline like as far as information and it's not going to be yeah, entirely I, positive i'm feeling you there it's also like it's having chapek now is like ceo president whatever uh, i'm not sure if it spells great news on the creative front of disney like um Chapek, like he came on board Disney in '93, and one of the first things he was responsible for was the Disney Vault strategy. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like um, Ew. Um, we're finally taking like out the you Disney put it there. Again. <laughs> yeah, in based like um, uh, like in 2015, like he was uh, put in charge of uh, like Disney theme parks and resorts, and basically throughout. His tenure at Disney, he has been basically 
all business side, but he has like no hands-on creative experience. And we lost Aaron. Did we lose Aaron? What I don't the know. fuck is happening? Back here. Ridiculous. Sorry, guys, about that. Okay, so uh, I'll just like go into it then. Um, yeah, that's really interesting. But then again, that's a lot of oh, yeah. But like, it said something <laughs> like, like in all like in the articles that I read where like people reached out like, all right, who is this Bob Chapek person? What has he done? And everyone's just like. Uh, we have no clue. Like, he has not done mm. anything related to, like, the film side. Everything he does towards, like, merchandising and, yeah, just, like, merchandising, theme parks. Like, and on the theme park side, like, he has a reputation for just, like, really squeezing, like, properties for profits. Like through cost cutting measures, like, um, like condensing properties, like just streamlining. So, like with Chapek now, on like as CEO, I'm starting to wonder, like, you know, how many more like live action reboots are we going to see in the future? Like, how many like how many less risks are we going to see taken? But this, you know, but is he interim though, or did they make no, this like? I'm pretty official? sure he's. A, I thought he no, was it's official. interim. Huh. that's a very uninspired choice. Uh, like I understand <laughs> it from a business me. side, but like on a creative side, like the um, man, hey, this the man could uh, sell toys. this could turn out badly. He's a long tenured tenured pencil pusher, and I guess uh, sometimes that's like what people feel comfortable with when they're especially like when there's literally billions of dollars, yeah. especially in a kind of transition uh, like this. But uh, yeah, but I mean, if they give like Kevin Feige like you know creative control, he's the creative director over. Um, you know, Marvel and isn't it Star no, Wars now Kathleen as well? Kennedy is still in charge of Lucasfilm. They, Kevin Feige was approached to like, well, I don't think he was approached. I think he approached them like, hey, can I work on a Star Wars property for you? But yeah, Kathleen Kennedy is still in charge of everything Lucasfilm related. Okay, gotcha. But I mean, as long as they like. I mean, I have mixed feelings about I Kathleen think, Kennedy yeah. um, overseeing the franchise. Yeah, I think a lot of people do. But, I mean, I guess, yeah. Well, hopefully uh, Bob Iger is in good health, and that's not the reason why this yeah. is so sudden. He claims or... that it wasn't sudden. Like, oh, I've been, yeah, we have, this has been in preparation for months, but just the how swiftly it took place and just kind of out of the blue make you think – Otherwise, he's just, he's just fucking but, old and tired, man. He's like, God damn it. It's like, how, how, like, I believe he's about, yeah. about, yeah, like, he was, now, right? like, originally thought, like, everyone thought that he was going to retire years ago, like, back when, uh, the, like, after the Fox Disney merger was complete, everyone thought, like, all right, like, this is going to be when Iger steps down and finally retires. And he's like, no, nah, I'll stay on until 2022. 
Mm. Well, okay. Huh. Well, yep. that's Disney. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Aaron Segway. Practice those Segway skills. Uh, Segway. Uh, I'm, I'm getting so worried right now because there's a pandemic. Oh, there we go. God. Pandemic. Coronavirus. Uh, okay. I'm not so, sure what's making me sicker. That coronavirus or that, like, Segway. We can talk about the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> well, so the current this but, is um, our best episode yet. So, uh, um, yeah. the coronavirus yep. is just fucking everything <laughs> up. Besides the good thing about Ted Cruz uh, self quarantining himself, which is what he should just do. Yeah, fucking the being noticed, like but, Ted Cruz, should just uh, wait in like some like restoration chamber while he waits for further orders. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking encase him in carbonite. <laughs> but uh, so the coronavirus is uh, doing negative things uh, as well, uh, such as pushing back No Time to Die, which I'm pretty yeah, fucking pushed back to. About. What do I have here? Um, to November from uh, April second and April tenth to November twenty fifth. Yeah. What? All the way, but then okay, but probably by then that what's going to happen is coronavirus probably around April May is going to start dwindling out because that's what the flu does, and it's going to come yeah, back. There's that possibility, there, but. I... Like MGM is, and so why not? Like, why can't you move it back just like July? I I think MGM is just playing it safe. Like they they have projections saying that like, hey, if we were to release now, like our box office would be like loss would be like three hundred million compared to like if we were to wait until like this clears, and like if we wait till November and like hopefully like the coronavirus dies down. Then we'd only be looking to loss of like thirty to fifty million just due to like increased advertising, like in the interim. Yeah, and then they turn it from a summer movie to like yeah, a it's Christmas um, season it's slated to open Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, so yeah, so I could see the logic That's in that. Pretty solid but time, yeah, yeah, man, I was like, but I was pretty bummed about that because that was one of my. Uh, Anticipated films of the year. Yeah, it's going to be a Craig's final. Be a good way to film. kick off a blockbuster season. Yeah, uh, and beyond that, yeah. Um, oh yeah, there is. Is there is there um, any other films right now that I are mean, planning Mulan's on China release has been postponed. Sonic the Hedgehog's re- China release has been postponed. Um, onward to release in South Korea has been delayed. Like in Italy, all American film releases in this month are canceled. Yeah, South by Southwest is canceled. Jeez, so, all right. I mean, all the yeah. films that all the indie yeah. films and films trying to find distributors. Yeah. Tribeca uh, and Khan are in, like high, I would say high alert. They're going to happen within the next month and a half or so. Like, Khan is still saying, like, yeah, we're going to be on board, even though, like, what, like, one of the members at Khan 
like in the town of Khan has like been uh, diagnosed with uh, coronavirus, but we'll still p- play it by ear. Yeah, this is, I mean, and especially too, it's like they can't call it. They're not going to be able to call any of this because it's like, even if they say, okay, let's go ahead and do it, like, travel restrictions might happen to where the point where people like won't even be able to leave their respective countries or whatever to go to these international film festivals and other, you know, things. So like, it's a risky proposition for a lot of people now. Uh, I mean, this is not, you know, off of, um, this is outside the world of film, but Coachella pushed back, you know, their concert to October. Bunch of like musicians Uh, touring Asia have canceled their tours. Um, Basically, yeah. This is just uh, the articles that I was reading up on this. Basically, they say like as of now, the global film industry is looking at like a five billion dollar loss. It's from like lack of production. Um, delayed releases, just like theater closings. Yeah, like um, with South by Southwest, like the fact that it was Jesus. canceled wow. this year, and the fact that like the people who run South by Southwest don't have insurance for like pandemic, so they're losing all the money. Like they have just uh laid off around fifty staff members, which is basically a third of their permanent staff. And the future of the festival itself going forward is in question. It's like, can they recover from the financial loss in 2021? Or will they just have to, like, basically just wither on the vine and just die? Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't even know about that. I Damn. Because who, who the fuck gets paid right? insurance? <laughs> I mean, like... That's ridiculous. Not to mention, I mean, I think it's worth mentioning, like, um, all the sure. all the people, you know, who rely on that tourism, yeah, the whole, you know, all the I hotels. I mean, like, the like, thing, like, South by Southwest is, is held in Austin, correct? Yeah, it was on the city yes. of Austin who came down and said, like, hey, uh, we are canceling South by Southwest because we are afraid that even though we'll be like an e- there'll be a hard economic impact through the lack of tourism through South by Southwest, the fact that there will be a huge increase in tourism could significantly increase the risk of coronavirus in Texas. So, um, yeah, definitely. It's I mean it's it's the smart thing to do. It's like to not think with, you know, their wallets as opposed to actually being worried about public health. And <laughs> I know that's a, that's a very tough decision. That's yeah. very hard. I feel for everybody involved, like the filmmakers and the people who are, you know, counting on this. There was like a article about these guys. They were like, we just literally finished like, like deadline wrapping up our editing just got done, and then they announced that day that South by Southwest was canceled. I will, so. I will say on the bright side, <laughs> at the very least, um, I was reading articles from IndieWire and Deadline, Hollywood Reporter, like in preparation, and IndieWire at least is still gonna like run coverage of all the films at South by Southwest. So like 
they're gonna get by the sounds of it, they're getting screeners and will like review the films that should be shown. So hope like word will still get out about them, and hopefully others will follow suit. That's good. You know what I just thought of now that you mentioned it. I was gonna say like. <clears throat> I would figure if anybody would be a big winner, if there actually is, would be, like, streaming services. Like, Netflix, Hulu, like, you know what I mean? That would be the time for them to just go and buy up a bunch of shit. Yeah. People are going to be staying home. (laughs) I came up with an episode of Slash Film Daily. It was either yesterday's episode or Friday's episode. I think Peter brought up, like, hey, South by Southwest is canceled. Like Netflix or Amazon could really just like leap in there, offer to like show all of South by Southwest films for like two months for free, and basically get all the publicity. That would be really fucking yeah. cool, actually. I'm sure that would be work surprised. somewhere. There's, uh, there's got one know. thing I also read. Like this doesn't have to deal with like the film industry per se, but like. If the coronavirus keeps up as it is, like, what will the what will happen with the Olympics? Uh, right now, last thing that I heard was they had a three month window or so to decide, and that was weeks ago. They were like, if they're gonna cancel them or postpone them, they have to do that like very very soon. Okay. Switching that back to film a bit, like. If the Olympics are canceled, then NBC is just going to be fucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Man, so, it's like, it's just also like so within the next month, I think it's on Emmy season. Like, so, like, yeah. if this is still yeah. ongoing and like public gatherings are like not, are like barred, like, what are the award ceremonies going to do? Like, this. Where where is the Olympics supposed to be held? Sorry, what? Where are the Olympics supposed to be held? In Japan, like currently seeing a a large increase. It's like um, the three most affected Asian nations as of now are China, South Korea, and Japan. Yeah. Yeah. That's no good. Well, you're like a fucking science guy. Aaron or something, right? Uh, yeah, some along those lines. Viewers that they're fine and that they can lick every surface in, on public transportation, and this will all blow over in a week or two. Well, yeah, you know, you should also kiss the oncoming <laughs> train. You, you know, like it's gonna. I mean, you don't hold on to like the poles and the like the L train by just like well, no, with so your what, tongue. <laughs> Oh, yeah, just go all the way down. Go all the way down. Um, That was weird. Go all the way down. No, like, this is what's going to happen. It's going to get a little bit worse going forward. Uh, We haven't seen anyone who doesn't have, like, an underlying health condition like diabetes or high blood pressure under the age of, like, 50 like die from this in the United yeah. States. Like fatality least. rate is and, around like you know three point some percent. It was so it's, like, it's, it's it's if you get it, you're likely to survive. Yeah, but but the fate, if, well, that's on average. But 
dying are people who are extremely old. So it's more so like if you have like it's it's it could be possible you have it in your not feeling so much of the heavy symptoms of it, you should just be aware of like, hey, maybe I don't go visit grandma this week. Like, let her kind of, let her be for a little bit so Aaron, you don't come Aaron. in carrying the coronavirus Aaron, with Aaron. you and then giving it to her. Your 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 voice is doing that thing that what? it's doing. God fucking damn it. <laughs> Even uh, all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, guys. I'm gonna have to call it because I just got robot dick voice uh, again. All right, man. Uh, Aaron, we'll catch you later, Joe. Let's we're, we'll we'll wrap this up on our own. This episode <laughs> sucks. Like, this clearly fucking caught the coronavirus. <laughs> Products. It has crossed a biological fucking barrier. Kill it. Kill it. Kill it. Your energy. Oh, fuck. All right. Good night, guys. Yeah, I I have no idea about that. But anyway. um, So, yeah. So, we'll say back to let's. I wanted to just brush over a couple things before we go and like chime in if you definitely want to uh, cover anything else on the the docket here. But uh, yeah, so one movie that's not, doesn't look like it's being pushed back at all is Black Widow because they just released their final trailer and I was surprised to see that it still says uh, it's coming out in Honestly, May. So I what's I would still keep an eye on that. Like I could see it being moved still. If especially if our theaters in China aren't opening by well reopening by May. I mean at this point like They've just advertised it so much. I mean, it's the next Marvel movie. Like they've advertised so much up until this point. I feel like they're like yeah, but just they like don't they have the luxury of pushing it back. I I would disagree personally, just because like based off of the box, like Disney's own box office last year, like even with the losses from the Disney Plus launch. They probably have enough money in their coffers. Like, hey, if we have to delay this like a few months, like our advert, like we could like bite the bullet with the advertising dollars. Especially if it yeah, means like they could make a chi- could... like a a release in mainland China. Yeah, uh, I mean, but they could also say that they're just pro- postponing the release in China. They could, but, that, and... but then that plays the risk of a. Like, will China actually release it? Because China has full control over when movies from, a, like, foreign movies are released in Chinese theaters. Yeah. That's true. This is true. But, I mean, besides uh, that, the new trailer, uh, Taskmaster looks fucking awesome. Yeah, I'll have if to, you haven't seen I'll that check new out trailer, the trailer that. at some point. They got a uh, looks like they're staying pretty true to character or whatever besides um some fi- some minor nerdy details uh but uh they have a like a little shot of him watching the uh fight footage from Iron Man 2 for when um Natasha goes in and infiltrates the place Oh, where, Hammer uh, Industries? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going they, way show, they show him watching like a bit, like yeah, they're going way back, and then you see him doing some like Captain America moves. You see him doing some Black Panther kind of moves. It looks like, and obviously like the Hawkeye like archery All stuff. Right, you've got so, me sold there. Now I will check out this. Yeah, yeah. It looks like he's literally just been sitting back and watching the Avengers this entire time. It's like, yep, I could do that. He is like <laughs> the personification of the wishes of all the like armchair nerds who are like, yeah, I could fight like that. I wish I could fight like that. <laughs> I feel like he has that like ability or whatever. Like, I don't know if they're gonna make it like a mutant ability but but there's also I forget who else in the uh, Marvel kind of universe had that same thing could like emulate the fighting style of like anybody who he came across. I don't recall. Probably somebody I know there's somebody else. Yeah. 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 But uh, so I mean we'll have to yeah we'll have to wait and see. In the meantime I'll probably just stay inside watch FX on Hulu. Yeah, FX man, I've been enjoying the hell out of that. What have you been watching on there besides? I know you said you were watching. Logan. Yeah, I'm, like for those of you who don't know, like um, not this past weekend, but the weekend before, Saturday through Monday, I watched all twenty-seven episodes of Legion, one a season per day. That was a, it was a, a rush and a trip, to say the least. Jesus, very emotional whiplash. <laughs> There's there's no commercials on uh, as far as I've seen. Uh, I've been watching. Uh, were there any commercials for Legion? I mean, Legion is fit, like finished airing. So, like season three aired around the same time as Watchmen. No, I mean just like the ad free uh, or whatever on Hulu. Yeah, I have the ad, well. Technically, my parents have the ad free version that I just use, so I haven't had to deal with advertisers well, advertisements. Uh, yeah. But um, since then, uh, probably the the thing I started watching on FX on Hulu is I uh, watched the first two episodes of Devs. I've been uh, meaning to check that out. It's how, good how so far. That? I mean, I'm a huge Alex Garland fan, so like as soon as I heard like, oh, he's making a an FX miniseries, I am sold. Oh, so it's a limited series yeah. kind of thing. But I mean, that's fair. Like. Alex Garland, this is Alex Garland's first foray into TV, like, pretty much what he's just been doing, other than books, has been movies, like, he did Ex Machina and Annihilation, then before that he wrote uh, 28 Days Later in Sunshine, like, this is his first foray into serialized storytelling, so, and hey, just getting him is a big get for FX. Yeah, I think they've been doing a really good job of uh, getting some really creative filmmakers, showrunners, and yeah. writers over there. FX is quietly, like, has Not some of the quietly. best shows on like, every- TV. I feel, I don't I don't know if they get as much praise as, like, you know, like, I, as they should. Honestly. I mean, like, ever since The Americans, I think they've been getting a fair amount of praise. Like, of The Americans in Atlanta. True. Yeah. True. Very true. Speaking of which, uh, um, the Americans is one of the only FX shows that's currently not on Hulu, just because like 
they have an exclusive contract with Amazon Prime for uh, the time being. Or once it gets back on, yeah, to probably rewatch the series because the Americans is fucking fantastic. I mean, I've been slowly working my way through that, and it's like I will have to say, I think I'm on, uh, I'm on season five, right season. Now, five out of six. Exactly, and I'm just like slogging just, through it, this shit. Just like, get to season man. six, then it'll just be like, oh man, this could like end on a great note. Okay, I definitely will. I I thought so. Like they had a really down. Uh, this is really has me like feeling like a chore yeah. watching this season I, right I, now. I went on like an American like binge around the same time last year. We're like. Over the course of a month, I watched the entire show. Um, so yeah, I guess. I'm... Where do you find the time, Joe? Where do you, and where do you find the weed? Uh, where do you find the time and the weed for? Well, all with this? Legion, I didn't watch all of it stoned. I watched first season stoned, and a lot of the third season stoned. Did not watch a lot of the second season stoned. Just because I well, only get stoned uh, in the, yeah. the evenings at and night. This was uh, the whole FX on Hulu thing. That was like that's a Disney. Yeah, it's season, a correct. Like Disney's put like now that Disney owns Fox and Hulu, it's like, ev- like everyone was thinking like, all right, they have Disney Plus, so what's Hulu actually going to be used for? And so FX on Hulu is going to be like Disney's push for like premier adult content, while also like. Okay, yeah, I mm. should phrase that differently. Like, premiere content for other, like, <laughs> other kids than teenagers. Oh, uh, so not no. brazers? No. Or, uh... not, not that at all. <laughs> but also, I was, like, one of the articles I was reading on FX on Hulu is like, um, it's a, like, they have the FX on Hulu label as a loophole in a way, so that way, um, when it comes time for award season, like even though like a lot of the FX on Hulu shows are exclusively on Hulu, like by the fact that they are produced by FX, they can compete like for like non web programming. Like they could compete as FX shows. Interesting. Yeah. It's so weird how oh God. I mean that's I guess that's probably a topic for like uh, we'll get to that yeah. with uh, when that we get to the next Emmys, but like, yeah, that's just so weird. These people's thinking, like the links that some of these, you know, like executives or whatever have to go through to try to get you know into these award yeah. ceremonies. Yeah, in the meantime, but, uh, I'll just I'll continue watching devs as episodes come out. I'll watch what we do in the shadows season two as it comes out. I'll probably continue rewatching. It's always sunny every now and then. I did not realize that I was an entire season behind on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm fully behind. Like, I'm just rewatching old episodes. No idea. Somebody gotcha. Uh, Snowfall is excellent. I love that show. It's like loosely based on a, a true story. If you haven't heard about that, it's um, based on like uh, the uh, Iran Contra. Uh, like scandal, whereas uh, the U.S. government like by through the CIA was um, 
pretty much funding uh, the Contra through illegal sales of cocaine and how that spilled into the United States with the CIA's involvement and basically created the crack epidemic that hit Los, that hit uh, South Los Angeles in the eighties and then eventually spread throughout the United States. Um, it deals with people of like, you know, high to low level to CIA to the dealers themselves Interesting. to, you know, uh, the Mexican cartels. Like, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I I'll, love shit I'll like check that. it out. It was uh, the last thing that John Singleton did um, before he passed away. It was his baby. It was his, uh, he executive oh. produced it, directed a lot of episodes, and wrote a lot of episodes before he passed. And they did a little tribute to him in the first episode of the newest season. Um, so All that right. was good. Uh, so, I mean, beyond that, uh, what's this? I see you got about a March Madness bracket. Oh, that was just... Um... Like, in case we want, like, for March Madness and, like, what we did last year. Like, if we want to do that again. What would, what would we do this I don't know. time? A few, th- a few different things, or... That could be, a, that'd be like, something for a live episode at the Frog. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This is very true. I we, just thought that time as an idea. Discuss all that. Like, a couple of things on here will probably make their way on the next week's outline. Yeah, sounds good to me. Oh uh, yeah, there's I see some stuff that's. Uh, I mean, we already talked about coronavirus. I don't know if we should jump into Roman no, no, no. right now. <laughs> All right, uh, did you hear about the Corey Feldman? I did. Thing? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think maybe we've had enough darkness for this yeah. episode. So yeah, <laughs> just a, a good time for all yeah. you listeners out there. Just uh. If you have Hulu, just curl up on your couch with a nice beer or and or a joint and just watch the new offerings of FX on Hulu. Yeah, this is not an ad, although they should if they're if you're listening, Hulu, we would appreciate oh, yeah. the money. We need to get paid. Uh anyway, I, Oh yeah, I yeah. my money, bitch. But um so I guess I'll be Aaron. Okay, everybody. I, that wraps it up tonight for the Chicago film scene. I want to thank uh, Joe and Juan for joining me like again Aaron, tonight. Like Aaron, you different. And, uh, <laughs> you can find us on all the popular podcasts at Spotify, uh, mainly Spotify because uh, Anchor owns our asses right now, apparently, and they wait a really <laughs> long time to distribute to all the other uh dsps but uh yeah the soundcloud all that stuff uh it was a pleasure as always we will see you guys next time did i do a good job being aaron yeah you need more robot voice yeah i do need more robot voice i think i might (laughs) just do that like (laughs) just in case like the conversation gets too dry i'll just turn the vote around with that being said, I'm going to go back into my dark little cave and keep editing, and uh, we will see you all, all right. next week. Thank you so much. Let's see it.